And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex, my name's Paul. Today we're going to be going over the Cubs series, and then we're going to go ahead and hit up that Mariner series right after that. So that being said, let's go ahead and get right into it. How you guys doing today? Uh, we're going to go ahead and break down this series. Um, so with that being said, how you doing, Alex? I'm doing good, man. I'm pumped up. Episode two, we're, uh, we're going to bring the energy. We got it. We got the first one out of the way. So I am just pumped. The Indians swept the Cubs. We couldn't do it in the World Series. Pain. Uh, but we did it in a two-game series five years later, and that's almost as good, but not at all. So I'm pumped. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wins are wins. You're going to take all the ones you can get. All you got to do is win a couple series, right? Yep. You just win series. That's all you got to do. Two out of three, or in the case of the Cubs, because they're the worst, we'll sweep the two-game series and we'll take it. So I'm pumped up. Yeah. So before we go ahead and get into that, I want to go ahead and uh, bring up something that I saw that was uh, kind of hit a little close to home for me, and I think it'll hit a little close to home to you too. But our bullpen coach and bullpen staff, Brian Sweeney, um, They launched a campaign called Ready to Respond, uh, where they're hosting local fire departments, EMS, and or uh, police first responders, and uh, having them go ahead and sit in the suites um, a couple games per homestand. So, um, me being a military member, and I know you with your dad, uh, something that's a little, little close to home for both of us, so I thought that was pretty cool, and I wanted to go ahead and bring that up. Yeah, I think it's sweet. So my dad was a deputy sheriff for 25 years, so definitely respect the boys in blue. And uh, you and I know how good those club seats are, but just in general, it's, it's you just love to see it. Support local Cleveland, the people you know putting their lives on the line and, and doing so much for the communities and keeping us safe. So um, it's definitely something to get excited about. And hats off to Brian Sweeney. That's, you know, that's amazing. Nobody's making him do that. So Yeah, and... Uh... His so something that I saw uh, right before we started this was that his father was a volunteer, was a firefighter for over thirty years. So That's something, nuts. yeah, something really years, cool, man. yeah, something really cool for him to do for to him the whole bullpen too uh, to give back to the whole community. So uh, hats off, Brian Sweeney. Put your life on the line, and you know, let him you know give him a little something, right? Free yeah. beers. Free food. Those club seats are great too. Yeah, and, I, I was reading uh, something they, they saying that the the bullpen was gonna, uh, with the tickets, they were gonna go ahead and they were gonna get like signed balls from the bullpen staff or something like that. They're gonna get something from the bullpen. And those are worth something because our bullpen yeah. is yeah, boy caliente, very very caliente. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into game one. It was a uh, our ace Shane Bieber and uh, Alzalei. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get right into this. Um, so game one, it was a little bit of a slow start offensively. Um, we needed a little jump start, but I don't know. I think it went, I think that game was a, a pretty good 
bounce back game after the no hitter last Friday and then Saturday it rolled kept the train rolling from last Saturday. Yeah, I mean two days off, come in, five hits, Cubs had eleven, final score three two Indians and nine. So we'll take it. One error. So not not really where we want the offense to be, but the pitching factory is supposed to be the pitching factory. And we're supposed to win when our damn ace is on the mound. And they went out and did it. So Bieber kept us in the game. He didn't implode. You know, that's, that's, I had a, I heard Hammy, he had a quote that just said, uh, you know, the separator for the great ones is they never lose their poise. Yeah, he, he had, he had some traffic out there. I mean, you'd yeah. love to see him get the win. He extends his own record, his own strikeout record. Yeah. Uh, that's goes 20 six straight. And- yeah, 20 straight, just setting his own record every time yeah. he steps out there. Through 121 pitches, six and two-thirds, nine hits, two earned runs, so, you know, no complaints. Three walks, though, so um, there was some traffic. I do, I do want to hit the first play of the game was a screamer that came back to him, and he made a hell of a play. That was a natural reflex, just one yeah. of those, oh, shit, I don't want to get hit in the face with a baseball Catch Coming the out damn the bat baseball at 111 miles per hour. That was a hell of a play by Bieber. Pitchers are athletes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, we got coming off of it. Um, Chicago got up to a lead early on. Uh, I want to say it was a single that just had a RBI on it. I believe yeah, it was. Yeah. He just had some base runners. Yep. And uh, then very next, uh, and then the bottom of the fourth, that's when uh, J-Ram hit his one-run shot. Piss missile. Yeah, it was a laser beam. uh, Put it right there in the the wheelhouse, number 10 on the year. And even as of today, as we record on Thursday, I'm getting the date right this time. On Thursday, he's still tied for the most home runs in the AL with Mitch Hanniger, Otani and JD Martinez. So let's go, J Ram. Yeah, J Ram's doing what J Ram has to do, picking up the slack from Fran Mail, which we'll talk about later. You want to talk about that pitch to Sogard though, that ended up in a home run. That was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, that that. Um, here's the thing: that's baseball. You're gonna get those calls, it is. and you hate to see it because. That pitch was definitely a strike and should have been strike three, but Sogard does strike Sogard three. does what veterans do and they take advantage of mistakes. Yeah, he got he got four strikes except for on the fourth one he hit it to to the to the to the corner. He that that yeah. ball was thirsty. It's the only yeah. way to put it. It was yeah. looking for and a beer out in right field. Yeah, he 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 took advantage of it. Got a good swing on it. And hit it. Barely fair, but fair enough. But then Cesar said, hang on, hold that beer. Yeah, I'm going to hit a two-run shot. I'm going to do the damn thing. Bottom of the fifth, we go up by one. And I know you and I were talking, Cesar is more comfortable at the top. I didn't understand why Tito was doing that, why he didn't have him in the leadoff. He's a leadoff hitter. He's he's 275, 280 plus every year. He's the table setter. And he's seeing the ball a lot better lately. We needed him. He had a bad April, and now, man, he's doing the damn thing. So 
Yeah. You love when he gets when your leadoff hitter gets a two run home run and he's what is that two home runs in the last? Uh, I might actually be misremembering, but he's just he's getting the RBIs, he's getting hits, he's setting the table, he's getting them in, and that's all you need. So I'm he I yeah he's more comfortable up there. Yeah, and uh, it shows. I mean, dude's been back up at the top of the lineup. He's been hitting the ball, and that's more than what we can say for the past month. Yeah, and I think we still got to get that two spot figured out a little bit because I like Hernandez at one. I think he should have been there the entire time because then, you know, two seems to be kind of the which flavor of the day a little bit, and then Jose comes in, you know, three, and then usually Eddie and, and Fran Mill, but um, giving us chances for, for the big boys to get him in. So I like it. Yeah. Um, I will say, again, Pitching was the brightest spot of this series. Um, but especially game one, uh, our defense shined. They had four double plays in that game. Good on Bieber too, right? Get the, get the ground ball outs. Yeah. For one of them, I think it was bases loaded with – I think he had bases loaded with no outs or one out. And I think it might have been no outs, and he got out of it and wanted, you know, to end it. I think yeah, it was he got, he got a strikeout and then got him to hit into a double play. And that's when Hammy was saying, you know, the, the great ones, you know, that you don't lose your poise. You just get the damn thing done. So he had a lot more traffic than he would have liked, but you give your chance, you know, your team a chance to win and keep extending your own record. Yeah. Which is just nuts. And He's Jake past Bowers, Randy Johnson. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jake Bowers at first made probably one of the best plays I've seen so far this year at first base. It, uh, it got Bieber out of trouble on that one yeah, too. That, turned, that, you turned two that, on that. That was definitely going to be scoring someone. Oh yeah, he smoked that. He got up there, and at first it didn't look like he he jumped that much. But then you see the wide pan, you know the re mm-hmm. the replay on the on the full thing, and he went and got it, man. And that's why yeah. we, Bowers, he's frustrating, but it's in there. And I, I almost gave up on him, but it's like, all right, you got to get him. Yeah, he's got to do something. Otherwise, we just we got to move on to the next. We got to get bad, yeah. you know, Bobby Bradley up here, and we'll give you some insight on that a little bit later about kind of what why there's a little bit of a longer leash. But he's Bowers isn't ripping it up yet, but he's doing a little better. But you love the defense at first over, um, you know, some of the others that play there, and and, and that showed. So when he can hit, when he when he's not just a liability, you know, on offense, when you can put the two things together, you like the results and it's in there. He was he was a decent prospect and he got rushed up with the Rays. Then we got him in the trade and then he played all, what, 2019. Then he didn't really play last year. We tried to let him season, but then, you know, the minors weren't really a thing. Now he's kind of back up here. He's had a tough go of it, if we just call it what it is. He, he did not have the traditional path to the show and developing and, and coming into his own. And it's really easy to get pissed off about his performance, but try and keep that in mind and try and be patient. And we need him. So it's kind of, you get pissed, but it's like we need him to be good. Yeah, definitely. Um, and with experience comes results for the most part. Um, and as long as he's up there at the plate taking hacks, uh, he's bound to find something at some point. I agree, and once he starts hitting a little bit, you relax, right? You, it, it's not 
every at bat pressing this has to be the one this his this has to be the one or I'm going down I'm getting DFA'd so hopefully he can play to his potential yeah but I, I do want to go back we, we talked about the 20 plus games with eight straight but let's talk about 22 with 22 games straight with seven tied second longest streak all the time with Randy with Johnson Randy Johnson yeah to be I, up there with a name like beating him to be up there with a name like Randy Johnson is crazy, especially for someone so young. Yeah, I mean, he's 25, I think, which is we're older than that, and that makes me feel bad about myself sometimes. Yeah, but Every Randy Johnson, younger. like Randy Johnson's debatably one of the best pitchers of all time. Oh, I mean, it's not even debatable. He's one of the greatest pitchers of all time, one of the greatest yeah. strikeout pitchers. I believe he's got at least one perfect game, maybe two. Off the, I'm just going off the... I know he's got multiple no-hitters. And uh, he hit a bird out of the air. And he hit a bird out of the fucking air. One in two billion, two trillion odds. That's like, the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. If ever I'm having a bad dad, go back and look at that video, and it makes me a little bit happier. Like, I mean, not the, for the bird, though. Not for the We're bird. Not, I'm saying just because... Just because, like, that's those being a baseball fan, being a former baseball player, right? It may, it like, it adds something to the game when something like that happens. And he got fined for it. Yeah. He didn't want to hit the bird. What was the bird doing there by home plate? Did he think he was going to call balls and strikes? Uh, yeah. Get out of your bird. You got I mean, that bird would do you. better than Angel Hernandez would. Yeah, he would, honestly. I wish, and, you know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> Now, just just in case you want to get a little hard, Randy Johnson, Hall of Famer, five-time Cy Young. He won the pitching triple crown, 10-time All-Star, which, you know, a little more subjective. Won a World Series, was the World Series MVP in the one year that he was there, and is a four-time ERA title holder when he did pitch. 101 war, 303 wins. 4,100 innings, almost forty, almost 4,900 strikeouts. Jesus. That's I mean, not he's, normal. He's called the unit for a reason. It's ridiculous. Just, it's dumb. Not safe for work to go on his... Don't don't go on his baseball reference page at work. No. Don't. You'll get and fired. He looks like he just got pulled out of the trailer park to go pitch. He looks like he's just shotgun some beers with you, like <laughs> at the seventh inning stretch. Yeah, and then gonna go out there and throw 102 miles per hour with his seven foot long arms. All right, let's rest in peace, uh, that bird. Oh yeah, definitely pour one out. But uh, let's go ahead and <laughs> let's hop into game two, Alex. All right. Sorry, I was just Randy Johnson's <laughs> baseball reference page is not okay. Sorry, two no hitters, one perfect game. So sorry. One perfect game, one no-hitter. It's just, good God. Anyway, so, uh, game two. Indians, two. Cubs, one. Completing the series sweep. Took ten innings to do the damn thing, but we did the damn thing, and that's all that matters. Um, W's are W's at the end of the day. They are. Making the Indians 20-14, and which, whew. Um, And this whole series, I think, was... 
Well, we can get into it, but you know the Cubs definitely did not capitalize. They played Cleveland Indians offensive baseball, and thank God. But also the pitching got it done and worked out of some tight spots. So maybe 50-50 there, a little bit of each. But either way, wins are wins. Who cares? So final uh, 2-1 Cleveland. Cleveland had six hits, no errors. And Chicago, like I said, one run, nine hits, one error. And... Henches, you know, we were talking about him the other day. Daddy Longlegs here and the the hard thrower. Four and two-third innings. Four hits. No earned runs. Four walks. Uh, six strikeouts. I, I watched nearly all of this game, um, especially the later innings. Young pitcher going out there trying to do it. And he still, at the end of the day, gave us a chance to win. Uh, he still gave us four and two-thirds with no earned runs. That's giving your team a chance to win. Maybe not as pretty on the stat sheet, and that whip isn't you know, almost almost a two-whip, right? Uh, but he gave us a chance to win, and, and, and you know, Cubs didn't capitalize. So that, that's what it is. The stuff is nasty. Big lefty. Um, which the Indians held the record for the longest time between left-handed starting pitching performances until Logan Allen did it, and it wasn't even close. So, you know, we send him down. Henches is there, young, hard thrower, mid-upper 90s. And, yeah, young pitcher, Paul. You know, I don't, it, probably a little nerves getting out there, doing it, and uh, it, it'll come with time, but the this, this stuff's there. So a uh, lot of bullpen. Yeah, bullpen I mean, obviously had to come in. You could tell he had stuff when he came in against the Yankees and got got his first win. He came out and threw yeah. the ball well. Um, but like you said, young. This is his first start in the big leagues. And starting and coming out of the bullpen are two completely different ball games. So it's true. You you expect him to make a little little mistakes and have some runners, but I think he handled it well and obviously he got out of everything, so yeah, I mean, it's not like he had four earned runs, so, you know, it's not beautiful on, on the stat sheet, but he, no earned runs, so you kind of shrugged your shoulders, right, and, and got out of it, worked out of it, and the Cubs have some hitters, as we know, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javier Baez, those those guys can, can punish you, so, um, but anyway, Jock. bullpen comes in, what, what's up? Jock, Jock Peterson. Yeah, Jock Peterson is a dog. Everyone just yeah. busy now with the Dodgers, but he's now playing every day. He's not a joke. So, And Jock had a couple hits in this, too. Um, but, yeah, bullpen gets it done, though. They give us five and a third because it took that uh, that tenth inning. And Sandlin comes in. He gives up an earned run. Um, but then Brian Shaw comes in, gives you a third of an inning. Quantrill comes in, uh, two hits, one strikeout in an inning. Uh, Wickren comes in. And, you know, his ERA was over six coming into this one. Gives you an inning and a strikeout. Um, perfect inning, though. So, you love, you know, that's great. Classe comes in. And game one, he, you know, we talked about last time. He, he you know, how is he going to come back? Being a young pitcher, rattled. He imploded after being basically God himself prior to that. Um, and he kind of bounced back in game one. He had two hits given up in the, to get the save in game one. Um, one strikeout, two hits. The first one I watched, though, it was just another tough break. This guy does not have any luck. Uh, one of those ones just barely up the middle, or it gets, it's just, you know, it's just tough. So, but he got the save on, on, uh, Tuesday. Uh, and then the second game he comes in, and Paul, I mean, it, now we're starting to see a little bit of a pattern. Uh, he comes in the ninth, game's tied, 
uh, what was it? Two, uh, one, one, sorry. One inning pitched, one hit, one walk, no earned runs. So he, he didn't blow it. Uh, but he throws 19 pitches and only eight strikes. And if you watched him though, it was, I think he had at least two, th- two different times, three Oh counts, which you don't want to see from your closer. Yeah. Uh, and he has a 266 batting average against, which straight up, that's atrocious. Especially for a guy throwing 102. You know, sometimes there's going to be contact, and when it is, it's going to be hard because of how hard he's throwing when they do make real contact. But that's atrocious. Yeah. And for for reference, Karen Check has a .057. Just .057. Batting average against Brian Shaw, 0.070 batting average against, which is godlike. But just to put it in perspective, there, 266. I mean, that's a decent hitter. If any of our fucking batters would hit 266, we would be screaming about it. Um, so the control's concerning. Um, you know, in this, again, Class A, though, no luck so far. Jimenez blew yeah, a chance and, at a double and, play ball. And like you said, uh, with how hard he throws. If a batter gets a barrel to it, it's it's more than likely finding some green unless it's hit right at someone because that's going to come screaming off a bat. Yeah. And they seem to – it could be a little anecdotal, but they all seem to be up the middle on him. The ones I see, a lot of them are just right up the middle. Um, but, yeah, Jimenez blew a chance at a double play ball. Um, he threw it a little wide a second that made uh, Cesar hesitate a little bit, almost pulled him off the bag. That would have been an easy double play ball. So it's not like the defense ever seems to give him a break. But, I mean, they were legit, you know, a legit hit and a legit ball uh, walk that he gave up there. Uh, so it didn't bite us. Class A gets out of it. But it's just something to watch. And, again, I'm not trying to be on him. I love him. I just It amazes me. He throws 102 miles an hour. And that's consistent. He gasses over, you know, three digits. Um, but 266 batting average against kind of, you know, it's it kind of feels like Cody Allen where the numbers are there at the end of the day with the saves. But you kind of are watching with your yeah, hands over yeah. your eyes. And at some point, that's going to come back to bite him unless he gets it under control. Batting average yeah. is batting average for a reason. That means 26% of the time, someone's hitting the ball. Yeah, and in the ninth when you want to lock down and see more strikeouts. But, you know, sometimes it might be like what happened with the Reds where he imploded, and other times you get out of it, right? But it's just something just something to watch. We love him. He's young. We talked about it last time. Um, but just something to think about. So top of the 10th, no outs. Runners are on first and second uh, because uh, – Vargas, I think it's the catcher. I don't even know. and He's not the catcher. I can't remember what position, but he can't get the bunt down, and he strikes out on a foul bunt, which is a big yikes. Yeah. I don't think I'm that, surprised they still had the bunt on right there with two strikes. I mean. I don't think I don't think the manager, uh, I don't think, what, Joe Ross, right? Or um, I don't think that he was. I don't think he was calling for it. That's nobody thought <laughs> foul bunt, man. Yikes. So runners, now there's one out, runners on first and second. Um and Karen checks in, sorry. And I got I gotta mention, I love Karen checking his crackhead energy. Uh yeah, at one point 100%. there's a foul ball. There's a foul ball behind home plate, and he runs to the screen because you know the pitcher, not the catcher, should be at the screen. And uh it goes out of play and and uh him and Rivera 
fist bump because you know that that's what you do. So yeah. I love it. It it goes to like a Bauer or Tatis Jr. type deal, right? Where you you want to make baseball fun. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. It, it, it's just that's who he is. I mean, he's he's just like you said, crackhead energy. Just he's always chirping at someone, always yelling. And he's not even chirping at like at a player. He's just chirping to everyone for everyone to yeah, hear. Yeah, he's just talking shit to himself yeah. and the other people. And then he, after he gets out of something, which he does here. So just to make it clear, I realized. Uh, so obviously, runner starts with extra innings, top of the tenth on second. I believe he walks the leadoff, uh, the leadoff batter there, and then with first and second foul bunt, one out, and ends up getting out of it. Uh, and. When he gets out of it, he runs off the mound, just MF and everything. No no individual player, just the universe, because he's yeah. hyped AF and throwing his arms around, looking like he's in the club, hyping his boys up. If you haven't seen it, you ca- yeah. I was dying. You And you love to see it. It, 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 makes, it makes baseball enjoyable to fun. I mean, going to the NFL, the NFL a couple years ago tried to get rid of players celebrating in the end zone and they were they were throwing flags everywhere and finding people for it but the nfl realized well that's how we could get some revenue in so you hope baseball has something like that where they start letting people have more fun they start letting people enjoy themselves to all the old white men out there listening which you're probably not it's okay for baseball to be fun people can enjoy it we can let players have custom cleats they can have personalities. Turns out they're not robots. They're they're human beings. And, I mean, Karen Jack's crazy. You know, we don't need everybody like him. It'd be a little much. But, uh, you know, struck out the next two batters. So, we'll, we'll take it. He gets us out of it in the 10th. This recap's kind of garbage. Sorry. Uh, all over the place. So, going into the bottom of the 10th, Luplo takes a 10th and takes a 9-pitch at bat and walks to start the inning. So now we have runners on first and second, which, hell yeah, you feel pretty good about. Rivera comes in and does fundamental baseball ball, fundamental small ball, lays down a gorgeous bunt on the first pitch he sees, basics, gets the runners over to second and third with one down, does the damn thing. That's a veteran baseball player right there. Nobody knows how to bunt anymore. Yeah, that's someone who's been around the league for a while. Um, and first you pitch. love to see it. You love to see yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, don't worry, boys. I'm going to get you over. Let yeah. me do this thing. So second and third now with one down. Cesar, infield pop out. Looked like a decent swing. Just got a little too much underneath it, obviously. I mean, it was just by, like, literally the second base bag, if I remember correctly. Um, but Ahmed Rosario says, Cesar, don't worry. Not everybody is perfect. And is like, let me just do it, do it myself. Walk off hit to the right field line, and we sweep the Cubs, baby. Let's go. Loved it. I do want to say something about Ahmed Rosario real fast, right? Please. When do. they were when they were celebrating, they were trying to rip his jersey off. The man is shredded. Oh yeah, no, you can tell. I mean, he he's got to be what six four ish. I feel like. I mean, he looks tall and lean. Yeah, the dude is shredded. I saw that and audibly went, God damn. <laughs> I did not see that part. Uh, I, I was just celebrating the win because I was watching this one live. But 
he goes three for five on the day in that two hole, like we talked about in game one, you know, which has been, I don't want to say a dumpster fire, but we're still trying to learn, you know, Cesar hopefully setting the table. And he did two hits in this game and a run. Uh, Ahmed, three hits, three for five, two RBIs, obviously with the walk off there, um, did the damn thing. So we sweep the cups and apparently he's shredded. So I'm not going to go back and look for that, but I'll keep an eye out. So you got to be happy. Indians 20 and 14, seventh team to 20 wins in the MLB. And uh, at that time, I believe a game behind the White Sox. And I mean, was it pretty? No. Did we catch some breaks in the Cubs? I think went like one for 18 or 19. I think worse than that. I think like one for 21 or something with runners and scoring position. Again, how much of a little bit of luck, how much of the Cubs just not getting situational and timely hitting, but also Bieber, Henches, you know, the crew just getting the thing done. So wins are wins. Doesn't matter how you get them. Doesn't matter if they're not beautiful. Doesn't matter if the other team out hit you. We got W's in the record book. So yeah, once October comes, all that matters is one loss. So I like it. Paul, why don't you tell me who's hot? So right now, obviously Shane Bieber, Shane Bieber has been hot since the beginning of last year and just stayed hot. The dude's not an anomaly. Yeah, he's the he's, real deal. Yeah. 20 straight games, like we said earlier, with eight strikeouts, which is an MLB record. And he's, it seems like he's going to set it every time he steps on the rubber. It it's, could be a while. It yeah. could be a while. It seems like eight strikeouts is on the low end for him. Like that. The, yeah, he had, you kind of look at it. He had 12 strikeouts in both his first two starts here this year. Yeah, you kind of look at it and you're like, if it's not double digits. Yeah, but then but then they show the stat where it's it's another MLB record. He's keeps setting it. You love to see it um, built different. Yeah, and there's there's a a swagger that your team walks out with when your ace is on the mound, and we're showing up for him. Yeah, and which and, not a great incredible performance this time, but we're getting them wins. No yeah. Corey Kluber effect where that was. It's frustrating to think about, but. Win but when you're supposed I, to win. I kind of a, a um, metaphor that I kind of think of right is like when you go on a family vacation and your dad's driving and you just pass out because you're not worried about anything. That's how it feels when Shane Bieber's pitching. And teams sometimes you never know are they are they going to relax too much? Are they going to put pressure like we got to win with our ace on there? Luckily, the Indians hitting just sucks all the time, so that's not yeah. really a concern, but we got it done this time, yeah. so we'll take it. Yeah, and then offensively, I mean, Jose's our guy right now. Ten home runs on the year, which is, like you said earlier, tied for first in the American League. Um, other than that, that batting average get up there a little bit, though, 252. Yeah. He, he's not here all the way yet, and that's where it's... We'll say he's warm. He's, he's heating up. Yeah, he's up. more. No, I, I mean, I don't think you're saying he's red hot. You're just pointing it out. But yeah. it's like he's, he's getting up. the big ones. Yeah, he hit know, two rows it. and a shot on Pong, and he's heating up. He needs to hit that third one. Death cover. Um, and let's go ahead and jump into who's not. I hate to say this because he's becoming my favorite player on the Cleveland Indians behind you know, Nobo. You stand from day one. But Fran Mail, I mean, yeah. yeah, he was one for eight 
in the Red Series, one for six in the Cubs Series, three for 17 over the past week with seven strikeouts. That is not it, Chief. Yeah, like it's... And only two walks. Yeah, like... Seven strikeouts. That, like... That's bad. And he's... Yeah, he's prone to more strikeouts, but I don't know. Like I said, he just had a he had a baby boy, I believe, and I'm sure you know they're human beings. We talked about it last time. Unless you're Max Scherzer, although the baby wasn't born yet, he still said, "Let me let me throw the complete game." But you know, we're they're human beings. Let's see what he does. Um, eh, it's probably not going to help flying out to Seattle, playing no, eight night games. But- but well, here's the thing. Hopefully maybe he gets back maybe to it. Get, maybe getting away a little bit and focusing on just baseball right now and yeah. being away from it. Um, but like we said, we're friend mail stands here. The sure. dude when he when he's on, he's on, and he's and fun not to just watch. power, not just home runs. That's what I've liked is is that average, right? He's still getting hits, even though he blisters the baseball. Um, even with that, he, I mean, he's batting two sixty five. It, it's not mind blowing, but after having a three for seventeen week, uh, I believe he leads the entire team in average of you know the everyday players. So um, he'll get back to it. Yeah, but definitely. I wish that was more like ten for seventeen. If I'm being selfish, one hundred percent. All yeah. If if anyone on our team was ten for seventeen, I'd be happy right now. True. Nobody's nobody's scorching hot other than the pitching getting it done. Just yeah. the entire pitching staff. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's even like de- defensively we've been solid, but there's been some silly errors. Yeah, there's been some young baseball team stupid shit happening that doesn't play in October, God willing. I would love that, but God willing it will come back to bite us. Yeah. I, we earned this, but we also got lucky as hell. I watched enough of this series that it could have been a mu- a blowout both games. It could have. Part of it's Bieber being a stud, but that second game, great pitching, but man, it could have been bad. Yeah. So, um Can we just can we appreciate can we go back to hot a little bit? Just some good news. Yeah. Not not hot, but just somebody that I've been a Josh Naylor stan. Maybe not Stan, but I just like the guy. Yeah, and you know who he kind he, of reminds me of, kind of like who? a like a Nick Swisher type, where he's I just not, love the energy. Yeah, that's why I'm Baseball's saying it's fun. A, it's the same thing with Swisher. That's the that's why Swisher played first, right? When we had him, the the dude was fun to watch. He wasn't going to go to an All Star game. He wasn't gonna like wow a whole bunch of people, but. When you sit there and you watch him, you're like the, the guy's a the guy's a ball player. True, and I just like the energy. Again, I've said it to you a million times. I'll say it again. Anybody that goes five for five in game one of the wild card series, and I think three of those hits came off Garrett Cole, is fine with me. And the energy because we didn't really know what he was last year, right? Yeah. And then in the playoffs, he's just popping off, and he's just hype AF the entire time. Yeah. And some and of the plays he he's making that. at first, like some, like I don't know if you've seen a couple of the plays, but the the way he stretches for the ball, this man's doing a full split. The yeah, guy's he's an athlete. 
Yeah, he's like, not a right fielder. God bless him. I like him a lot, and he's been he's been one of the only consistent hitters. Maybe not at the very beginning, but then about week two or so, you know, that average is two fifty seven right now. Again, nothing to write home about, but he's been like a pretty consistent two fifty ish. I feel like yeah. where he gets a hit, you know, one one a game or something like that. Um, and the defense is, you know, definitely good. I'm not gonna say great. But, I mean, he's he's not a liability at first. I like yeah. Bowers more there, obviously. And I don't love him in right field because we kind of just stuck him out there. But, you know, bring the energy and get those hits, right? Yeah, but you, you want that bat in your lineup with him batting 257, like you said. So where else are you going to put him? No, I mean, we're going to find find somewhere because Fran Mills are DH, obviously. Yeah, Fran Mills mean... not, not leaving that spot. I wouldn't hate seeing Bowers get back out to the outfield because... You know, he used to play left. We got Eddie there now. I wonder if you could teach him to play the other corner. Because I don't feel like right field to progressive field's that rough. And that's where Bauer spent a lot more time than Naylor and then let Naylor play first. You kind of get the best of all worlds if Bauer's bat stays not a liability. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, I feel like I feel like Naylor's more of a natural athlete, so I think he's better out in the outfield. than He's built weird. He is. He's he's, 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 he's kind of thick. Like, he not is. thick, but a little thick. Like, he's not chubby, but not thick. I, he's weird. But, you, but he, it's weird like, it, it's, it's an athletic, it, he has an athletic build, it seems like. Kind of like a, like a, sh- I, I think he's, I think he's right around six foot, so I want to say he's short, but like a stocky guy. Yeah. And it, he, I mean, he can, he's not slow, but he's not fast. He's, he's quick. Like, he, his, his lateral movements are good. So, and it seems like he reads the ball well. So, I mean, I like Naylor out and right. I want, I want to keep him in our lineup cause he's hot, but yeah, I, I like him out he... there more than I like Bowers. Yeah, I know. I just mean for defensive trade, because if you give a little on the first base defense between Bowers and Naylor, cause Bowers isn't a gold club first baseman, but he's pretty, he's better than Naylor and Naylor's not bad, but Naylor's not a right fielder, but I will say, while he's hitting 257 again, it's all relative. For the Indians, that's kind of good. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's certainly nothing to cry about compared to some of the other people. Uh, I was just looking up his baseball reference and 394 slugging, eh, 696 OPS, and I bet that was a lot lower um, before the two home runs. I feel like in the last week, I think he got both of those finally, which is good. We need to see that, but... He does hit a lot of singles, um, but we'll take hits regardless in, in energy. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to point it out. It's not a lot of doubles. You know, the, the 302 OBP, he doesn't walk a lot. 394 slugging, 696 OPS. OPS plus is 94, I mean, below the average. But uh, he got those two home runs here recently. So I'd like to see a couple more. He gets you 15 in a year. We'll, we'll probably get above league average or around there and, and get that OPS up and not just singles, but something about consistency. Yeah, that's baseball. All right, you want to hear about the AL Central standings, Paul? Yeah, go ahead and talk about it. Well, it's important that we swept the Cubs because the White Sox are finally reaching their full potential. Uh, Five in a row from them. They've won seven of the last three. We're still a game behind them, so um, even though... We've won, you know, our last three as well, and I'll get into in a little bit. 
how much we've we've won recently uh that kept us in it you know they're they're finally doing what they're kind of built to do so uh white Sox top of the division indians at 20 and 14 a game behind them um kansas city royals paul ask me how many games they've lost in a row how many games have they lost in a row alex 10 <laughs> i know uh that bullpen yikes and uh we contributed four of those with the four-game sweep, um, but yeah. So in third place, the Royals sixteen and nineteen, five and a half games behind. Like I said, lost their last ten, um, and then behind them, Minnesota twelve and twenty-two. Paul, nine games behind the White Sox, three and seven in their last ten, lost their last three in a row. Yeah, Holy. I think we can go ahead and say they're officially a dumpster fire right now. I mean, they are, but you know the talent's there. It's going to pick up eventually, but we took it. has to. How how long, man? I, at some point, it's, it's too early, but the White Sox are not going to let up. We're playing good baseball, thank God, but we could easily be three or four games behind first place. I mean, the White Sox are built different in this division. They spent seven. the money. They've, they've got the guys. They rebuilt for way too long, right? But they're here. They're not a game. Uh, this might be slightly hot take, maybe. I know it's early, so I get it. Minnesota will not win this division, I don't think. I, 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 I truly think that it's almost out of grasp. I'm not saying they couldn't be second, but give it one more week. I mean, you get to 15 games behind or 13-14, and damn, the White Sox are not going to let up. They're doing this even without Luis Robert or um, Luis Robert or their left fielder. Um, Eloy Jimenez. They don't have Eloy Jimenez, so um, I wouldn't say they're built different. Baseball's all about streaks, right? So, as much as we were high on Minnesota coming into this season, um, and they've let down, Chicago can do the same thing. They can their wheels can fall off at any point too. I wouldn't say that there there's no shot at them taking the division. I think it's unlikely with the play that we've seen recently, but. Um, I don't think you give up on them yet. One word. Pitching. White Sox have pitching, pitching, more pitching, and more pitching. Minnesota has Jose Barrios, Michael Pineda, um, and some other guys, right? J.A. Happ. But it, <laughs> I'm telling you. Anyway, um... I get it, though. It's too early. I know. I know. That's a hot take. But at some point, holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah. They got, uh, at the end of the day, they got to start winning some baseball games here. Because. Um, some point, the team's going to start just feeling and playing like that, even if they're better. Yeah. And then to wrap it up in last place, the Detroit Tigers at 12. Yeah, we're not going to spend any time on them again. But can I just say they're only a game behind the Minnesota Twins? Yeah. And they've won their last three. And they're four and six. So, anyway. That's, yeah, but that's it's the also the Detroit Tigers. That's true. They're they're garbage. They want to be bad. The Minnesota does not want to be bad. So, um, anyway. That's the AL Central. Indians, game behind. Got to keep winning. The Twins, or uh, the White Sox are. So, um Hanging in there, nothing to complain about, and uh, why don't you catch me up on some Indians news and maybe give, give me give me a little update on the uh, maybe some minor league performances, Paul. All right, so 
like we've said multiple times already, we're the pitching factory, right? So on, I want to say it was Tuesday, three shutouts for our farm teams. And there was one run allowed all night. 36 innings pitched, 16 hits, one earned run, six walks, 43 Ks. Yeah. Again, the pitching factory. And as of last night, Akron is, I want to say they're, they've only lost one game. I want to say they're seven and one. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're seven and one. You're right. Because through Tuesday, all the affiliates were 22 and four combined. All, yeah. um, you know, low A or mid, high, A ball, and then uh, double and triple A. Yeah. So yeah. 22 and four. But on the flip side of that, right, our high prospects Bradley Zimmer, Oscar Mercado, Bobby Bradlin, Nolan Jones. It's not looking good down there. Yikes. Yeah. And there's only seven games through the AAA season, but sorry, right, I just want to jump in here because, you know, coming in, it's like, all right, well, Bowers doesn't work out and we just DFA him or something. You know, like, we, we need options, right? We know Bobby Bradley's a big old boy and, oh, keeping him down there, that sucks. But they weren't doing shit at the alternate site, any of them. Mercado, Zimmer, any of them, you know, people that can earn their, you know, if they make us pay attention, good Lord, we can move some stuff around. If somebody just is screaming that they need the opportunity in the outfield or first base. Zimmer, 150 in seven games. Mercado, 138. And he blew at the alternate site too. It's been about that bad. So, and I know Zimmer hasn't been doing shit either. Then... Bobby Bradley won 48 through seven games at AAA. And again, he wasn't doing anything at the alternate site before that, which I know is a little different, but still, there's nothing positive here. Nolan Jones, one of our top prospects, got himself, right? We don't know exactly where we'd put him. Maybe we stick him at first base if it's a dumpster fire. We want to get him up here because Jose's our third baseman. 111. Yikes. So, our options, we don't have any. So, we're going to get stuck with these 200... 215 batting average people that we have up here that don't play these natural positions in center, right field, first base, um, because none of the young guys are people that used, you know, Zimmer used to be our starting person. Mercado was like third in the rookie voting in 2019 and then imploded. They're not doing anything to force their hand. Bobby Bradley should be pissed off, right? Because you DFA Bowers, who was a good prospect and someone that you know can kind of do it, and then last string, he's out of options. And, you know, Bradley, yeah, it sucks. But then down in down in the, you know, alternate site, which I'm sure is tough, and then AAA, you know, seven games. So let's see. But you're not you're not making Tito question anything. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like we talked about earlier with that first base position, you got both Naylor and Bauer sitting there splitting time between it. If Bradley shows out down in the minors or at the alternate site, why wouldn't they just make it a three-man rotation and throw him in there and get him some reps? Yeah, it's not forcing I mean, the hand, though. Yeah, he's – he's, and like we said, it's only at the at the time of recording this eight games into the season. So Yeah, seven. But the alternate site stuff wasn't good either, which is still different, so let's see, but not not encouraging. 
Yeah. So. But on a higher note, right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, read this quote from our favorite player on the Cleveland Indians, Roberto Perez. Um, Your favorite, but yeah, we love him. (laughs) Uh, So um, I was reading some stuff about how he felt about the injury and how his recovery was going so far. And there was this little bit in there that uh, stuck out where he was talking about how this team is having fun again. And it seems like it did in 2016 with them having fun, them having a great pitching staff. And he's saying that the atmosphere and the clubhouse and all the vibes that he's getting is making him feel like that 2016 World Series team. And you got to love hearing that from someone like a Roberto Perez. Oh, yeah. You love to hear it. Especially while he's out. Get get the boys something to rally him around. Yeah. 2016, we knew we were good, but good Lord, nobody thought we were going to get to the World Series. Sweep mm-hmm. the Boston Red Sox. I can't go down that path. It just ends in pain. But yeah. 2017 was the year that we were built to sweep the World Series. But that's a whole other thing. But, you know, that's... That's usually what happens. It's not all baseball is so hard to win a damn World Series. It's probably one of the toughest major sports. I would say it probably is. Yeah. It's just any team, except for the Orioles or Detroit, but like anybody can do it. It's just getting hot at the right time and doing the damn thing. And it's so tough. That's why the Yankees haven't won every World Series in the last 10 years, even with their payroll. Yeah. It's just, it's so tough. The Dodgers finally just got one. Like, it's so tough, and you just never know. So, I'm ready to be hurt again with this yeah. quote. I'm ready I'm ready to definitely let my expectations get ahead of 100%. Ahead of 100% and ready to get hurt again. Episode 1, we talked about the Albert Pujols pipe dream. Yeah, I was going to say, you got your, your crack pipe out, I, yep. I understand, prior to this. I can uh, see you smoking it right now. So, let them, let them know yeah, your thoughts. The Colorado Rockies are shopping around Trevor Story. Which we knew was going to happen. We yeah. knew he wasn't going to be with the Rockies. The Rockies exactly. don't even know what the hell they want to be. They're a dumpster fire front office that's a, ran Nolan out of town, and it's sad. But that's that's neither here it nor is. there, anyway. So but let at me, the same let me time, the dream. I hate to say it, but Jimenez hasn't shocked me at short. We have a lot of cap space. We have we have we have the money. Why not go out and get a Another all-star shortstop when we just gave our all-star shortstop up. Because the Dolans are cheap motherfuckers. True. And like we it's said... It's a pipe dream. It's a pipe But dream. it makes me smile. I yeah. see you smile. Um, imagine... I've been admiring Trevor Story from afar for a long time. For a while. And Trevor Story's a... A generational guy. He is one of, if not the best all-around shortstop in baseball. Yeah. He doesn't get talked about as much as Lindor, but that's just dead ass. That just yeah. go look at his stats. Go look at it. It's nuts. Career, two seventy-seven hitter, three forty-three OBP, five thirty-one slugging. This is career in an eight seventy-five OPS. Career. Yeah. And it's a and playing really good defense. He he's it, it's a sustained time frame too. It's not like his career has only been two, three, four years. He's been he's been up here for a little bit. 
you know, a little under 100 games in 2016. That was his rookie season. He had a nine, <laughs> 900 OPS. What the f- And then uh, three full seasons before the shortened season last year. And 765, 914, 917, and then the shortened series, 874 on the OPS. And listen, Cleveland's becoming a sports town. Cleveland's becoming pretty. Especially with the Browns and Cleveland just having the NFL draft there. Cleveland's getting some looks. And we got the, he's young enough that the only thing here, bring it back down. I can't not be a, a realist, even though I'm no fun. Yeah, you only pay him $9.25 million, but the expectation would be to extend him, and we clearly don't care about doing that. He's going to get Lindor money. You know what I mean? So, he I is. love it. I wish they'd do it. And, look, the management's not listened to our podcast. But, you don't know that. But you don't if, know that. If one of you is listening to us right now, please spend, spend the money. On a player like Trevor Story. Please. Please, God, please. <laughs> Cleveland deserves this. Yeah, he's only 28. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get... <laughs> it's just hard for me to turn it off. But in a fantasy world, God, I would love it. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense, but it's just the way that we are. It's to squeeze as much out of you can as you can with the lowest payroll. So yep. we can't even get excited about this shit, which is so frustrating. Yeah. We, we farm these guys up, and then once they become top-tier players, we're like, oh, well, we don't want to pay you. Bye. Have fun. How much can we get out of you? Yeah. And let's see how many wins we can get. I'm going to get all upset. I'm in a good mood. I don't want to be in a good mood. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just the Cleveland in me where I'm, I have these pipe dreams because it seems like that's that's what Cleveland sports is all about. It's, well, there's next year or, well, let's make this happen and we'll be there. But having a player like Trevor Stories once in a lifetime, Colorado shopping them, we got money. True. Not even though we didn't, we, and we haven't had a shortstop in forever, right? Oh wait, that's right. We, we let yeah. Lindor go, but yep. honestly, Jose's better than Lindor, and he gave up in twenty twenty. So honestly, I don't care. I'm just gonna be honest. That pissed me off, but yeah, maybe that's for another day. And when uh, he basically admitted he just yeah. didn't give a shit. Cool. And and J Ram's definitely our guy. Obviously, J Ram. He's better objectively. Yeah, not as good on defense, but more consistent. Mm-hmm. But and, uh, I mean, I like still Lindor, a solid but, third baseman. Yeah, he used to be even better. I feel I feel like he had one season there. What was it, 2018, 2019, where he was like gold glove. Yeah. And then, I mean, he's still above average, but, I mean, for a minute there, it was like, holy crap, you're like one of the best defensive third basemen in baseball. Yeah, and there's a reason he's in the MVP talk every year. The, the he's Yeah, because he's a five-tool player. Yeah. He, he, he was so close on that 40-30. Oh, my God, he almost had it. Mm-hmm. And then he just didn't hit a home run for like 45 days, but again. That's all right. He's still a stud. Yeah. We still love you, J-Ram. Travis Story, if you're listening to this, we want you. Real, real bad. Real, real bad. Please, <laughs> will you take a huge discount? I promise. <laughs> we'll come to the games. All right. You want to hear about the Mariners? Yeah, go ahead and tell me about the Mariners. All right. So we sweep the Chicago Cubs in the two-game series. 
And as we're recording, today's Thursday, May 13th. Uh, tonight, Plesak's going to take the bump and continue, hopefully, keep shoving like he has been. We talked about that last episode. And uh, Gilbert, they actually called him up, Mariners. Uh, Logan Gilbert is going to make his Indians debut in Game 1 against us. It's one of their top pitching prospects. So, love to see that uh, and happy for him, but also yeah. kind of hope. You Welcome suck. to the Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you're with the big boys now. Yeah. So, um, Fran Mills do. Yeah, he is. And, I mean, obviously they haven't seen him before as right-handed pitching, right-handed pitcher. So there's going to be a little bit of that unfamiliarity, but also hopefully we just jump all over him. So proud for him, but also kind of hope we beat you up a little bit. Um, so interesting to see this Mariners team. Uh, so that's game one. A little all over the place, but Mariners come in eighteen and nineteen into this Paul. Three and seven in their last ten. They're on a three game skid. Um that's a fall from Grace. They're out of the gate. They were way overperforming, you know, expectations. Nothing wild, but above five hundred a few games and keeping with it and keeping with it. And you know, they're they're falling to Grace. You know, a little more where you can expect them to be around the end of the season. I expect them to be sub five hundred probably by 10 games, probably. I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't follow them that closely, but I got a pretty good idea. Um, it's not their year yet, but they got a lot of exciting people. So yeah. good for them, even though their front office is kind of hot dog shit as well. Um, I, mean, I know their GM or whomever was in trouble in the news a little while back because he basically just wants to manipulate his players. But anyway, um, yeah, so they call him up. And then also tonight for the first game, the Mariners announced that their top prospect – Number four prospect in all of baseball. You heard that correctly. Jared Kelnick uh, is going to make his debut against us in the outfield. And this dude is supposed to be a hitter. Like, hot hit tool. Mm -hmm. Hot. I I forget where I heard it, but I heard a Bryce Harper type out there in the outfield. I mean, he's just supposed to... I I, I didn't save him, but I, I think his career is like mid three batting average with a crazy OPS and like 200 minor league games. I mean, this dude is going to hit the baseball. Yeah. He forced their hand, like kind of call me up big daddy. Like can't keep me down here. Um, wish our I'm guys peacock captain. You gotta let me fly. You gotta let me fly, baby. Come on. I, I just hitting all the baseballs, but hopefully not tonight. He's going to meet Big Daddy Plesak, and we'll see what happens. But, yeah. you, you know, you love it for him, right? I mean, not yeah, that we'll happy. ever get he's, to the show. He's living the dream. Go get it, kid. Uh, but maybe just go, like, 0 for 16 in this series. Um, so then game two, uh, we got Savali. And then at this time, they haven't really announced the starter, the Mariners. That's another 10-10 p.m. on the Eastern, you know, Eastern Standard Time start. So late night games, baby. Get the coffee out. Uh, Saturday is a 9-10 Eastern time start. Getting some more coffee there. That's going to be McKenzie versus Sheffield. Uh, You know, kind of two people that are young and supposed to have done a lot and be a lot. So that's kind of interesting when you get down to it. Um, You know, Sheffield was one of the highest regarded pitching prospects in all baseball. And I know he's been doing it a little bit this year from what I understand, but that ERA, 4-9-1, now. Again, I'm not... Don't follow the Mariners closely, but we'll see. Something to watch. And then Sunday, last game of the series, fourth game, 
start Eastern time. And uh, Bieber's going to go out there and try and do the damn thing. Four and two, two nine five ERA. No starter listed yet, but I expect Paul. I went through. It should be Yusei Kikuchi, which is kind of like their ace. I mean, he usually does it. Um, he's one and two on the year. Four three ERA. Forty four innings. Forty five strikeouts. One oh nine. One dot oh nine whip. And uh, I know he's got it in there. I know enough about him to be dangerous. The dude can. The dude can do it. And he's in a contract year. I know some really random facts about random players, but uh, that should be a good one. I'm excited to see that on Sunday and excited to see McKenzie versus Sheffield, kind of the young, top, you know, hot pitching prospect duel. Like, hey, where you at? Um, so, yeah, Plesek, Savali, McKenzie, Bieber in that order. And uh, Indians coming hot, Paul. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, it's not a good time to be the Seattle Mariners because – Baseball is all about getting hot at the right time, getting streaky, and all about it, baby. The tribe's hot right now. Eight and two in the last many? ten. What's their record? What's their record in the last ten, Paul? Eight and two. How many in the last fifteen? Twelve. And then how many right now wins? Right now they're on a three-game streak. They're Woo! they're they're popping off, and it seems like after that no hitter. Obviously, we don't know, but it seems like they had a clubhouse meeting where they're like, hey, we got to get these bats going. Yeah, and they still haven't even shown up all the way yet. We're just no. that pitching, right? Yeah. And getting a little lucky, but you steal as many wins as you can throughout a season. It's a marathon, and we're not usually an early season team. Usually, we come in maybe 500 at best. Yeah. And there's a lot of time before the All-Star break to come in at 500, but six games up. And a team that's sliding, and we've won. I love seeing that 12 of 15. That tells you how much you're winning. Yeah. Not just on the surface, but it just shows you how consistently. Just win series and pick up a couple extras there and, and get the ones and capitalize. Maybe a little bit of luck. little, But uh, you split the series at a minimum, but you get your ace. You get some, I, I like the matchups here. Uh, if I'm, I don't want to say a betting man. But if I'm looking at this objectively, three of four, hopefully. And yeah. I mean, not only does that win the series, but man, you got to feel great if that happens with yeah. these, with these and, individual and matches. The way, the way Plesak's been throwing, he's putting he's putting us in good spots to win. So you, uh, you hope he's going to do that again and he's going to put us in a spot to win. And then anytime Bieber's on the mound, you feel good going into it. So there's two right there. And then Savali's hasn't been doing terrible. And have <laughs> five and zero, oh, yeah, and uh, sub sub three ERA, so uh, not terrible. Yeah, and then you got McKenzie, and He's, as much as that's the one where you grit. But here's the thing, though, right? I love watching this dude pitch. He's the most low effort wind up, and then it just explodes. But he, man, he's, he's so much locate. fun to watch. He's got to locate though. Yeah, he's still young. I know he is, and and, and I get it. He kind of looks like, like a great value Wiz Khalifa, but <laughs> but if Wiz Khalifa was literally a string bean, six five, like one sixty, and throws ninety five miles an hour with what looks like he's just playing catch in the backyard, yeah. Um, 
I like our odds in this one. I would love to steal game one just because I'm selfish and, you know, get a little giddy thinking about it. But just keep it rolling, right? Yeah. It's just like, all right, let's 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 get the bats going. That's what we need. Even if we drop a game or two, just hit. Just get I mean, that warmed up. The, the quotes from, there's that quote from Major League. You win tonight, and then you win tomorrow night, then you get hot, and then you win the night after that, and now you're on a streak. That's called a winning streak, boys. Yep. Anyway, so that's what to watch. You got anything else? Um, no. Just go try, right? Roll try, baby. I'm pumped. 10, 10, 10. You'll be so yeah. sleepy trying to watch it. Now nah, I'm going to be wide awake. Oh, yeah. 100% I'll try and watch be as wired. Much as possible. Yeah, wired. Pumped up. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening to us. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe. Consider leaving us a review. Let us know if you're enjoying what you're hearing here. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at 216BaseballPod. And we're going to be back on Tuesday to give you an update on how this Mariner series actually panned out. So, go Tribe. Well Tribe, baby.